Gone Off on a Tangent is brought to you by the following sponsors. Active Arena, Lincoln's first indoor five-a-side football venue with a dedicated sports bar. Small Beer Limited, Britain's leading cask wholesaler. Clavering's removable storage and clearance. Big Boots UK, leading online retailer of steel blue boots. Check out our socials for all the information. Hello, welcome to another edition of Gone Off on a Tangent with me, Adam Stocks, and my podcast partners in crime. One's Dan Taylor. Good evening. One's Carl Stubbs. Good day. And we're joined this week by the man who's come from behind his sofa, now Chef Wednesday are good, Terry Tibbs, producer extraordinaire. Evening, Terry. Good evening, Adam. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I think the listeners will enjoy a random voice on for a change. A random Yorkshire voice. Maybe. Yorkshire, yeah, yeah. Now you've turned the mics on, you mean? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we all make mistakes, Dan. You more than others. Yeah, well, well granted. <laughs> You're recording this one. Oh, this one's recording, yeah, don't worry. To get it all out of your systems, boys. <laughs> that was from the early days. Tibbsy probably had to rescue us on that one as well. I'd have thought so, yeah. So yeah. Tibbsy's the reason we're on Apple and Spotify, because it was left to us. We'd be just shouting Apple and Spotify at people, if I'm honest. And Spotify. And yeah. Spotify, yeah. Aye. Yeah. aye. Is that your Neil Warnock impression? Most never. famous man from Sheffield. Never. <laughs> never. There'll be never one of them. Never. <laughs> Fancy, oh, that's your favourite song, in it? Greasy Chip Butty. Yeah. Football song. Yeah. You want to give it a sing for Tibbsy? No, I've got more no? res- I've got more respect for it, I guess. Oh, normally. Yeah, I did. Obviously, I did listen to that. And, you know, I'm, I respect other people's opinions, even but, though you are wrong. But, but, but not that one. <laughs> You're on the wrong podcast, son. Yeah. <laughs> Week off. Obviously, I've been uh, down in Newquay. I would say sunning myself, but the boys can see my legs right now, and uh, it's a shambles. Well, all the photos that went up on Facebook, everyone that you were in, you had a T-shirt on, so... I'm that sort of lad. I'm a t-shirt wearer. What do you want from me? Absolute milk bottle. No, I'm not strolling down the beach like that kid off the Bacardi advert or the no the Southern Comfort advert when he's just chunked up drinking his. Yeah, that's not me. I reckon that's maybe second or third time in all the years I've known you. I've seen you in shorts. Around the house, it's very common. Right. Yeah, but uh, in in normal regime, no, not so much. It's embarrassing. You have got a little bit of colour in your face, actually. It's it's freckles, mate. Roasting in it. It's roasting in it in the studio, (laughs) and uh, yeah. just got back from Nuki, mate. I'm surfer dude now. Dreadlocks and everything. Did you yeah, go surfing? Uh, no. Didn't really go in the sea, if I'm honest. Are you scared of the sea? Or? No, no. I love the sea. No, no. Love the sea. Grew up in Cyprus, so yeah, I'm all about the sea, but I just wasn't asked. Was it crystal clear water? Oh, beautiful. The... To be fair, Cornwall is stunning. Yeah, Absolutely it is stunning. Nice there, it's it? fucking far. Like, far. <laughs> like, yeah, really, really far. But other than that, it's all right. Like, it's, yeah, it was nice. I had a really good week away. Kids enjoying themselves. The other half was in the sea most of the time. I was doing my parenting duties. Managed to um, piss the women off by going on a night out that got out of hand, as you'd probably expect. It's a family holiday. Fucking not tonight, love it. <laughs> We're getting trashed. One lad pissed in a suitcase. And last time, uh, yeah, Last time I went to Cornwall, I ended up in a pub and this bloke... Um, I had the most incredible party trick I've ever seen in my life. I think oh probably, God, going? probably told somebody, maybe I haven't. So um, we sat, sat in this pub just having a beer and like messing about around the table as you do. And this bloke, like talking about party tricks, and he, this Cornish bloke, he's like, my party trick, I can catch pigeons. I was like, you, what? <laughs> He was like in Bristol. Bristol. <laughs> yeah. Bristol. Dad, yeah. Just checking. Just he was on holiday as well. Just, down that way. <laughs> down that way, mate. It's south. <laughs> but not, not Cockney South, like way south. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A bit further than that. And we were all like, you what, mate? 
And he was like, no, I promise you I can catch pigeons. I was like, literally walked out into like the square of Cornwall and just goes, bang, bang, walks back. He's got two, <laughs> pi- two pigeons in his hand. <laughs> I'm not lying. He's like, I'm not lying. I can catch pigeons. <laughs> and we were literally, he just walks back into the pub with a pigeon in each hand. It's incredible. I just watched Liverpool Chelsea <laughs> in an Irish bar. <laughs> the guy, he must be dead. He wasn't there. Wasn't there. His no, name was George. That's no, all I remember. didn't see a George. No. Couldn't see much by then, though. To be fair, so some some guy catching pigeons would probably caught me out as well. Um, so while I was away, the biggest news story broke, didn't it? It was a whopper, an absolute whopper. Dan James signing for Leeds. What a storyline that was. Caught the whole world off by surprise, couldn't, didn't it? Couldn't see that one coming. No, no. Third third attempt at trying to sign. No, obviously the one that uh, caught the imagination of Sky News mostly was Cristiano Ronaldo returning to Manchester United. Early thoughts, boys, when you saw it sort of coming out? Uh, just as a fan of English football, I think it's fantastic for the for the Prem. Uh, and yeah, I think uh, everyone's looking forward to seeing him back. I cannot wait to see him at Ellen Road. That prima donna is getting so much shit. Yeah, I can imagine. It's going to be amazing. I think it's great. I'm struggling to see how we... I know this sounds like a ridiculous thing, but how he's going to fit into the side, to be fair. Because Mason Greenwood started all right. And I think he's in... I think, didn't he break, break a record at the weekend that he's... In his first X amount of games, he's contributed the most goals to points ratio or something. That's he's a real right. talent, Greenwood. Mm, he's yeah. genuinely a real talent. And... and you're right, but they'll have to force him in. Yeah, they'll have to. He's a, he's a club legend, but it, it's really interesting because, by all accounts, City were never really in for him. No, that was, when it all sort of so came out in the wash. There weren't yeah. his agent was sort of playing it. Yeah, now either Man United have fallen for that line and sinker, or they genuinely wanted him back. And I'm a Man United fan, so I couldn't tell you. But it'd be interesting to see what the truth was. No, strange enough. No, as you sat surrounding it in Leeds and stuff. <laughs> Look, <laughs> there's something leads. I quite, enjoyed, I quite enjoyed that Man City smoke screen though, because there's the the, the guy on Twitter, the Italian guy, I forget his name now. Not Tancredi um, Palmieri. No, he's hilarious. By the way, that bloke. But the, the, like the, the smoke screen about Man City started and this oh, guy. Fabrizio Romano. That's the guy. The famous guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, he he broke it about City yeah. and then it seemed to snowball a little bit and. Shirts were getting burnt. Yeah, shirts were getting burnt. It's yeah. all a ploy because I got to buy a new one. <laughs> and it's worked quite well, hasn't it? It's yeah. like 27 million in the first 12 hours or something ridiculous. It would have been interesting if it had gone there, you know, and just annoy Man United fans a little bit more, which I know obviously you would appreciate more than anybody else. The meltdown was phenomenal to follow. Absolutely phenomenal. And obviously it didn't even happen. It was it was awesome. There was a picture of awesome. a Man City fan with a shirt on Ronaldo on, his, on the back as well. Yeah, but he, didn't he buy that? Before it all broke down. Yeah, I think he, he was in the stands expecting it and obviously it hasn't happened. But I mean, just whilst we're on that though, like, I just think it's an absolute shambles that like somebody plays for two rival clubs. Like, I just don't feel that should happen. Like when Tevez did it, I just think mm. there's not many examples of it. I don't think too many have, have they? But I just, it just shouldn't Well, there's a similar reaction when Owen went to United after his time at Liverpool. Yeah, you were saying Liverpool fan. He, yeah. he's, he's dead. He's yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. You don't even know the stats. Don't think, though, apart from like massive clubs or English football as well, Yeah, it, I think it possibly does happen more abroad. because it, I don't know. I'm not saying that football doesn't mean as much anywhere else, but that like further it, for it, not playing for two, it, two rival clubs at doesn't the top really of the tree as well it's, it's more in the limelight all the time isn't it whereas I think in the lower leagues it does get kind of it does get kind of 
know, overlooked. If you had to rank them, as in, no, I cannot go there. Rangers and Celtic in Britain are top of the tree. Yeah. Like, you just can't go between them. Then you've got, like, uh, to Man be honest, I think, Yeah, I would say Man so. I think, that, I, I think if you ask a Man United fan who they would least like to lose to, they would 100% say Liverpool. I think, yeah, you'd probably right. I mean, then... It's because they're accepting the fact they can beat by or, City, but actually... I think Liverpool-Everton's not great, but I don't think it's horrendous. I don't think it's horrendous. It's not as bad as people... No. It was a friendly thought. derby for a long, yeah, long time. Yeah. I think you're just about okay there. It's the other the, the the thing. That's horrendous. Yeah. Got up and Sol Campbell. Yeah, yeah. we talked about the previous pod. Yeah, so that's in the that's in the mix somewhere. Arsenal are just average, aren't they? So no one Leeds to Man U, you might as well jump off a cliff and never come back to Leeds ever again. But that's quite. I'm happy to admit that's quite one sided. But it's horrific because yeah, they couldn't give a fuck. probably. But yeah, have Daniel James. <laughs> but, but, but going that way again. is horrendous. We've obviously got a, a Wednesday night in. What's it like? Many that have it's, done. There's a few done it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and. And I mean, it's been a while since it's happened. I mean, probably about 15 years, I think, the last time it happened. Who was that striker that did it recently and scored? I was watching it on Sky. Leon Clark. Leon Clark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. He did, he did it. Um, there was a big gap in between. There wasn't immediately. Yeah, there were quite a gap. It had a few clubs in between. But um, yeah, and he, he, he were. Yeah, he do you think it's, do you think it's worse in between. for somebody like Ronaldo, who's like such an iconic figure at Man United? Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, I do think it's worse. Completely so worse. So, for example, like, yeah. like, let's say, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of a very average Liverpool player. Like, Neil Mellor left <laughs> and went to Man United. Nobody would actually give a shit. Whereas if Gerrard had left Liverpool and gone to Man United, it would be like a huge I think it does. Do you see it, what I mean? Yeah, it does get kind of blown up the bigger the player. Yeah. Definitely. Bigger the player and also when they move. So when, so when Beckham left, big icon leaving, Ronaldo leaving, they almost went with a blessing. If you go and do that, you've forever got the club's blessing. So unless you're going to come back to, to that club, if you're going to come back to a rival, I think you've, you, you're steering a hornet's nest up. I mean, but there's the odd one that slips through the net. Like Lampard went off to, retired in a, well, to MLS or and still came back and played for mm. Man City. Doesn't didn't really tarnish his Chelsea thing, did he? I mean, they scored it, against him, didn't he? It was just what? a fucking pay packet for yeah, the end of his and, career. Yeah, and it? maybe that says more about Chelsea than any other club, but it wasn't and that it's not much. a rivalry, though, either, is it? No, no it isn't, but it's big club and... Coming back to a big club, but it's it's difficult, isn't it? It's but there is there is levels, I think, in 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 the game. I think it depends where the club is at the time, and it definitely depends when you come back. I think you, I think genuinely, if he would have come back to City, I know it's all it's complete moot point now. I think it would have ruined his legacy. What I was seeing online and speaking to yeah. God honest Man United fans, they were saying, oh, I hope not," because mm-hmm. it would have. It wasn't there very long, was he? But but now it's just like, well, Will's your oyster, mate. He's in fucking. The best shape of his fucking life. It looks unbelievable. And without and he, he's got, so he's got a two-year deal with the option of, an, of a third. He could literally. I think he'll still be playing at United when he's forty. And without poking the hornet's nest, what's it done to the Ronaldo Messi debate? Without going bald into it, because he's he's come back to the Prem again. Serie A, La Liga, Prem, good numbers, back to the Prem. So if he does them numbers again, that debate's getting shifted for me. It's, and I'm it a massive Messi fan. Messi's Literally just gone Plowing for fields. another, you know, another big pay pay packet. They've both got signed France. identical deals, though, aren't they? Messi's two years with the option of the third, and so's Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah, it's not. I don't know. I, don't, I think you're right, Adam, in terms of that. You know, shift in the argument towards Ronaldo. Um, I were really disappointed when Messi went to PSG. I know I'd not be the only one. We all but, knew it was going to happen, didn't we? But we, we 
deep down. Oh, I we, all, we all wanted to. Hope's not. Ima- imagine, yeah, we all did. Mm. But imagine if he'd actually gone somewhere, say City, and then Ronaldo had then gone to United. What It'd sort of awesome. fucking season we'd be expecting? Now? Do you not think oh, that it'd be awesome? I mean, don't get me wrong. The caliber of the Prem this year is higher than it's ever been. But <clears throat> this might be a controversial, elite if, if controversial opinion. But I just think Messi, like, given the choice out of like the safe option and the risk, Ronaldo is more than happy to take the risk. Whereas uh, Messi is just safe option every yeah. time. Yeah, and no, to I me know. that defines him as. The difference. I know he couldn't stay at Barca, which we've gone through on previous podcasts. So, I think he was determined to be a one club man. But why go not just go test yourself somewhere? I agree with you completely. I, I was like, like Terry said, I was completely disappointed. And you said I was completely disappointed, and I, I didn't want him to go to PSG. I didn't want Ramos to go there either. If I'm honest, I know it's a bit different centre half, but I looked at that and was like, oh, that's disappointing. Because do you want a challenge? Yeah, or exactly. come on, there's there's challenges and there's pay packet fillers. I just don't understand it. Like, if you're Messi, what have you realistically like? No matter how you get on at your next club, you're still going to be doesn't matter. Remembered as one of the greatest of all times. Yeah. And the up. numbers are just ridiculous. So, but so he's got nothing to lose in going and taking a risk almost because he could go to let's just say Juventus in Serie A, and if he tore it up, he's done nothing but boost his profile. Whereas yeah. going to PSG, what is he realistically going to do at PSG? That he, exactly. Yeah. By his wife, another car. But I think whereas Manny Ronaldo's taken that risk and he's like, right, I'm going to come back to Man United and I'm going to prove how good he's I am. He's brought his ladder over as well, and he's signed for the for the junior setup. But man. it's not only just about Messi Ronaldo. I, mean, I know I brought it up, but you can go back to Maradona and Pele. I know there's a lot of question marks over Pele, but he put a country on his back at 16 and won a World Cup, and Maradona just just went to Napoli when that wasn't sexy. Even even you know it's a slightly different level, but. Even uh, Keegan went to Hamburg and won a Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, that is you saying, right, not for the money, I'm for the experience, I want to put a club on my back and I'm going to show you what player I am. And Mar- Maradona gets a lot of plaudits for that. I mean, there's a lot wrong with Maradona, clearly, but in, in, his, in his past and everything. But I mean, that's to, to go and just put an unfashionable club on your back and just fall in love with the city and just, that's incredible. And Messi, unfortunately, hasn't done that. I mean, you could say Ronaldo hasn't really, but at least he's come back to the Prem, which we know is the toughest league in the world. I mean, that's the thing, though, about Messi. Was he scared? Was he scared of, of, of putting himself in front of the firing line? The one thing about Ronaldo, even though he's been away for quite a while, is he sort of knows what he's going to get. And he's back in a place where yeah. it's familiar to him with people that love him. And, you know, he's already been coveted. And, and he's had that before in familiar surroundings. He's almost in a, in a no-lose situation. Exactly. Like he, can, he could have a fucking stick. We know he's not going to. I mean, is that why Messi stayed at Barcelona for as long as he did? Because, safe, in the, safety, yeah, yeah, safety. Yeah. I think he loved the club. I think, and there's a lot. I've got a lot of time for one club. Yeah. When, when the situation arose, and he had to leave, it wasn't it? Was it literally wasn't his choice? He had nothing to do about it. That's when you got a decision, like you say, have you bottled it? And we'll never know until he's probably retired. And he probably was there anything on the table? Realistically, we don't know that either. We don't actually know if anything was on the table from the like. City said we haven't even talked to him, and who else can afford him? But then the flip side of it, say to to Messi. Well, lower your wage demands then, mate, because you, you've already got the GDP of a, a small nation. You're fine. You're absolutely fine for money. So come and come and get kicked. Come and get rid of them jokes that you can do it on a cold Tuesday night in Stoke. And let's have a go. And But but then that's romantic, I suppose, isn't it? I'm going to, just whilst you've, with what you've just said there, do you think that we will ever see a one-club player again? At the highest level, because there'll yeah. be plenty around the globe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, talking, I'm talking top, no, not, no, no, just top level. I don't think so. Possibly, honest. Possibly Rashford. 
No, because he'll end up at Sunderland or something when they're bored of him. But they do at Main Heart, didn't it? <laughs> you end up at Danny Sunderland. Well There's loads of them, isn't there? <laughs> the knock on, yeah. O'Shea, where's Brown? You don't know there. Fletcher. No, not Fletcher. Who's Aaron the Gibson. 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 There's some more and all, isn't there? Sunderland, when Man United players go to die. Have <laughs> you just reminded me about something else? So, do you see that stat about Man United where they've always had a youth team player in their squad for the last 84 years in their match day squad? 84 years? Bonkers. In every, they're the only club in like football, they've got the record by some distance that they've always had a youth team player in their match day squad for the last 84 years. Some stat that, to be fair. That's some stat. And that is why, because I think it will be at somebody like Man United. If you are going to get another one-club man, it will be at a club like Man United, where a youngster has come through. Well, it ain't going to be Chelsea because they don't bring them through. Arsenal are chopping and changing constantly. Yeah, Man City just buy. Buy. So yeah. unless someone like Foden, maybe, because... You could see it. Yeah, that's you could see it with Foden, similar thing. But then you just don't know in five years, do you, what's going to happen? If, they don't, if it doesn't develop, do when it's going to develop, they'll be in. Yeah, well, not just that. I just think if uh, Pep, obviously, he's not going to stay at City forever. Well, he's he? walking away in 2023. He wants yeah. international Pep. football, apparently. Yes, he does. Oh, yeah. does he? yeah, apparently. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. 2023, he's done. Right. He said well, that well I, was thinking, I was thinking that, obviously, Pep and um, Foden idolises him, doesn't he? I thought if, if he did go get another club job, there's a fair chance that Pep would be trying everything in his powers to take him. I think him. something will tempt him back in. He's far too young for international. Like, surely something will tempt him. You'd think, wouldn't you? Maybe. I mean, Interesting. The, the point you made, though, about um, players staying at one club, if you think the last ones that really come to mind for me are like Gerrard and, and Gary Neville and Skulls. Ryan Giggs and Paul Scholes. They're of they're all of that era, aren't they? Yeah. So I think you're probably right. There's not there's not going to be many who you know are world level players. But it goes to show how close you can be, though. I mean, even Gerard, I watched him the other day. He was talking about it. Even he was close. I mean, yeah, where was Chelsea it, yeah he was, was close. Mega close because he didn't know where he was. Million, yeah, he didn't know where he was. He didn't think there was much future. He was going to walk away until someone grabbed him and said, "No, no, we're doing this, 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 and this." And, and obviously saved it, but he, even he was close. And they're now thankful with Chelsea that he stayed, and then he slipped over and Denver yeah, Bars exactly. got that goal. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Worked in the favour in the end. Uh, moving on, so a story that broke this week, actually, which which I was sat with my mates having a beer uh, in a pub. Shouldn't have been. We were supposed to be home cooking the tea. And uh, so Mark Boller, who plays for Middlesbrough, has been fined by the FA for a social media post in 2012, when I believe he was 14. Now, Terry, you've worked in this world. If you were in the, the, the previous roles you've been in in media in football clubs, what would you do with this? Gen- genuinely, what would you do? It's a difficult one because the thing is, obviously, that that is something that's been stamped upon by the authority. So as, the, as you know, in that position, you're almost backed into a corner because it's, it, it's almost out... You know, with the FA taking it on as they have, they're almost they're almost taking it out of the football club's hands. For all all a football can, club can do is obviously, you know, do the usual what you always hear when. Do anything you do like a sweep like when players sign? Do you, do, have you got somebody like a student or something just the, going through tweets? I mean, it, it depends on 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 the level of the club, really. You know, because obviously staffing levels, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but I'd be lying if I said that I hadn't spent hours at home. Trolling through, trying to find something, looking through stuff, and there has been occasions. You know, I'd be lying if I said there haven't been occasions where I've not so not seen something and had to send a message. And and, and I'll be honest, completely honest, it's nothing controversial. But I always had the line of, if it makes me think twice, 
ask for it to be gone. Yeah. And then, and, and then, but like, I always had a relationship where it was uh, have the word, say, you know, this is a little bit, you know, mm, maybe you shouldn't do that, explain why. And just, you know, it's, it's a, for me, it was about building a relationship. But the, this Mark Bowler thing, like I said, the FA have gone at it. They've gone at it and almost took it out of Middlesbrough's hands. It's been widely ridiculed by fans uh, on, on all sides of any divide you want to look at. I think most people just think he was a kid. I mean, worst case, you give him a rap on the knuckles. But I, I just don't. How can you be, my Facebook memories are, are embarrassment. They're not racist or anything. They're just silly. And, and, and I would get done because they're ridiculous. I said they're exactly, you know exactly I mean? the same yesterday. Like, There's nothing offensive know. in there. They're just stupid. Yeah. And I just I would hate anybody to see them ever. Exactly. They're cringy. On a, on a daily basis. It's like, oh, my get, cringe. Get your uh, get your memories. Go no, for a pizza, lol. No, no notification. You're just like, oh, <laughs> Shit, please bad. delete what I was like when I was like 19. That's what I mean. And this this kid's a... Let's, let's play a little game. Let's uh, let's read one of our Facebook memories oh out. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I have no signal in here, lads. Sorry. <laughs> Convenient. Terry Slope for a career in football. The, the thing is, though, it happened in cricket, though, not that long ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same yeah. thing happening. And I genuinely think with that, and I have, I have done for, you know, a long. <laughs> I've got mine's got. <laughs> yeah, I've got nothing. Nothing. And, and nothing this will genuinely not surprise you at all. If she doesn't fancy me, she must bat for the other team. <laughs> oh my Christ! <laughs> oh, I've genuinely got nothing. There's a talk sport video about playground football. A mate of mine that looks like Ross Barkley. A, pit, a stupid picture where my face is three times the size. I've just got pictures on this day. And actually. some last messaging me, which is, was very sweet, rare. Sweet and sour chicken balls plus chips equals can't eat anymore, smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so nothing offensive, but you just wouldn't want them the national media having them, would you? No, just read them out on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it, would be, it would be stubsy. But I think in, in, it's just interesting to me to hear from a, from a insider football point of view what you, what you need to do. So, so the... The top level clubs, they must do sweeps. They must do. Yeah, they must I mean, have to. They've, they've got the staff. They've got you know. They've yeah, got they've the got manpower the, to be able to do it. Resources, yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, obviously, every club's got a social media policy. They all will have. I'll be surprised. Absolutely, yeah, amazed if they haven't. Um, and you know, they they wrote. Everybody's expected to read it. Um, but I've not yeah, seen just, if they're fighting the charge. I've I've not read because obviously only just broke a couple of days ago. That obviously, they were doing it. I've not seen if they're fighting it. I mean. I mean, I've not you, seen can what you it fight is. it. Or? No, no, well, I haven't seen. I haven't no, seen. I, it. I think so because he is. was underage, I don't think they can disclose. Well, he isn't even broke on Twitter. He is it? now, so, so I don't. I don't. But, I don't but the thing, thing is, is who's underage, underage for social media at that you age can, as yeah. well? But who's going to look for that as well? That's what annoyed like the cricket lads. Yeah. really annoying me because someone's gone looking for that. Yeah, someone sat there with a finger on the button. Boring. Like, oh, he's been selected. Bang, let's go. It's just awful. There's so many people that do it. There are so many people that do things like that. But you don't get anything from it. You don't gain anything. I just, I just thought it was, yeah, but, it was sad, really. No, you don't gain any. They don't gain anything but notoriety. I think so. I, you might find that people that pick, pick things out that are like that almost want to be named as the one that picked yeah, it out. Pick, yeah. You know, yeah, they and do, they're going to get absolute dogs abuse for yeah. it. Yeah. But care, the other side, exactly. It's like, oh well, I'm trending now. Look they're, at me. They're, they're behind a messy avatar, and it says S Z N. with all the rapper or something. With all the shit like the fucking racism, the hooliganism. There's some the real problems out there, isn't there? Refs, fuck it. You know, there's fucking serious issues out there, and you're fucking digging up the dirt on a some young lad. kid who was 14. Yeah, it's and that's, and that's, why I think that's where a lot of it landed. It's bollocks because again, yeah. like well, and like like has happened with Robinson. Like he's acknowledged it. You you are a completely different person at that age. 
And it's obviously your experiences that you that you have that create mold you into the into the adult that you become. But fucking hell, like I just think poor bastard, really. Like he might have said something fucking outright, but we we've all done it. Literally, I don't think there's many people that can say I've you know got a pristine record on no. on social media. Like, it, that, that, that could, like you said earlier, could be taken in the wrong light. It will or, happen though. You yeah. will get you know living in the world we do now. Yeah. Again, I mean, we mentioned about other things being generational. I think this will be as well. Yeah. Because we live in a world where the where the instantaneous nature of social media is is almost king to so many. And well, it, it overrules, it overrides human opinion a, yeah. a lot of the time when it comes to, you know, forming an opinion on somebody. I mean, the thing is, the notoriety of being a footballer or, or a sports personality now mm. is is as big on social media as it is in the actual sport in that person. you partake yeah. in. Yeah. So there will be, I genuinely think there'll be a stop where that hardly ever happens. And people, there will be squeaky clean people. And, I'm, you know, I mean, I'll use... It's already started, on it? Yeah, but I'll use the, like, David Beckham as, a, tweets, as an example. You know, he, he you know... <laughs> Sorry to dwell on Man United things, Adam, and I'm not a Man United fan. But <laughs> no, but you know, no, but like you know, somebody like him who dedicated his life as a kid to playing football, and and almost it was almost written for him to do it. I would never imagine him doing something like that. And I think we're going to get more and more people like that. They, mm. they say the game is more professional now, so as the game gets more professional, attitudes towards social media will continue to go that way. I think so. I don't think we'll get much of it. In this case, I think it's crazy that somebody's just jumped on it. it we, really we noticed it when we got promoted that a lot of the lads used to tweet from their own accounts. You could tell it was from them. Obviously, management companies have got hold of them. These lads are playing for England now. They're doing this, they're doing that. They're you can say, you can, it, all, they're all the tweets are the same. It's all like, pre-written. Yeah, it's, pros, it's the same with Lincoln. Yeah. But it must be. Post-match, it's like, great result, lads. Fans were great. See you Tuesday. It's like, brilliant. 30,000 likes. Yeah, and it's... <laughs> People responding to it. It's not even. It's a computer. Who was it that um, whose media team tweeted the wrong thing out in the summer, and they got it completely wrong in the summer? I think we talked about it on one of the pods. They got it completely. Basically, a great result, lads, and they lost on his Insta. I can't remember who it was now. It was embarrassing. But I think a lot of this is if to play devil's advocate and defend the FA a little bit. A lot of people have asked for this shit. We haven't in this room because we're proper football fans that eat pie and drink bitter. But there's a lot of people that want this. They want a zero tolerance on everything because that's the world they want to live in. Especially on Twitter, they want zero tolerance on everything. So everything has to go. You can't you can't have funny chants on the terraces. You can't we talked about last week. You can't have this, you can't have that. So I'm sorry, you can't have a social media post when you're 14. You just can't have it. We're just gonna we're gonna give you a fine. Sorry. And and a lot of people have asked for this. Has it been suspended or anything? I don't think so. No, they've only just done the charge, but it's. Um, I think it's a fine. Talking talking is suspensions. Can you believe that Gordon Elliott, the horse trainer, suspensions finished on the on Wednesday? <laughs> Fucking hell! Has it really finishes Wednesday? He's back 9th of September. He's allowed to train horses again. I implore. That literally seems like twenty seconds ago that we <laughs> were talking about yeah, him getting banned. I implore yeah. anybody to go and listen to that because. You were on real form that week, Stubbsy, and you were, it was very impassioned. Like anybody, we got loads of comments on that podcast. Sir Alex I'll, I'll dig out the number and retweet it's, it's it. It's easy for me to say this because I'm sat here around this table, but I genuinely remember, honestly remember where I was listening to that. I remember where the point where I were listening to that because you could hear it in, in your voice, how yeah. much it meant to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Incredible. Like no, Sir Alex has come out defending him today. I can't believe it's come around that quick. That's yeah, 9th of September is allowed to... To train again, which it just genuinely, I can't believe how quickly it's gone. 
That genuinely shocks me. Awesome. Yeah, so he's had the uh, the backing of Sir Alex today, and he's done a big piece about how it was massively convenient that a photo from so many years ago was released weeks before Cheltenham. So it was clearly a malicious attack. So, yeah. Back to them people again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's in it. It's yeah. the same people. That's why I just thought it was quite relevant. Mm. It doesn't actually say what he's got. It just says that he's got till uh, a certain date to answer the charge. We would actually know what he's been charged with. But yeah, no, yeah, that, that's amazing. That was We'll retweet that podcast because that was some of our best work, actually. Especially some of your stuff, see. Um, talking about... We do it every week. We're every week. We're not going anywhere. The numbers are going up. People must be loving it. Um, in theory. Uh, let's talk about last night's shambles, which I'm assuming, Stubbs, you haven't seen because you'll have been asleep because you're up very, very early. So this was Brazil versus Argentina last night. In a, I think I believe it was a qualifier, I think. And absolute shambles. So for anyone that doesn't know, so obviously the Brazilian boys that play anywhere in Europe or majority of Europe, especially in England, were banned from going by their clubs. So you can't go. There's a quarantine period because obviously the, you were allowed to do it and not have to quarantine, but that's all gone now. It's Where been, was been the lifted. Game in Brazil. Sao Paulo. Yeah. So all the Premier League clubs went, no, sorry, you're not coming back, quarantine in a hotel and missing two games. No chance. You had likes of Mo Salah as well for like Egypt. So they said, no, some of the English clubs let the Argentinian players travel so the Argentinian players travelled to Brazil, well, into their training camp in Argentina, then into Brazil. So what's happened, it broke in the middle of the day, but it didn't, actually nothing happened until the night. Basically, they should have self-quarantined. They should have told them that they came from the UK and they should have quarantined. They haven't. So they've got to the game. Everyone's a bit suspicious to why the game's been on. They kick off and within six minutes, the authorities are literally on the pitch. For anyone that hasn't seen it, go and have a look. It's hilarious. They're literally on the pitch trying to drag the Argentinian boys and stick them into hotel quarantine or out of the country. So Argentina pick up, get off the pitch, and away you go. I've never seen anything Who's like the, it. Is there any like notable players? The Villa keeper, Villa keeper, Celso was there, Buendia, loads of Premier League players, and then there was another four, weren't they? Yeah, it's four in total. One, the three three started, and then there was another one on the bench. But I think they've been in the country for three days before. They're waiting until. But they're saying they hadn't they hadn't declared they're from the UK. Let's be honest, it's nothing more than Brazilian politics at play because their Definitely. players weren't there. That's all it is. Oh, no, no I'm just and saying. They'd have been walking through fucking yeah. Argentinian tracksuits. Because what makes it worse is the Brazilian lads, they would have come from exactly the same part of the country and they wouldn't have had to quarantine because they're Brazilian nationals. And they're just pissed off that the English teams haven't let, or majority of Europe, in fact, hasn't let them travel. I mean, as a as a club who's got a Brazilian player, I'm Was it a really pleased. No, it's a qualifier. World Cup qualifier. They're trying to slam three games in in about seven days to catch up some of the, so the qualifiers and some of the other games trying to slam them all in so obviously this was a bit of a catch up game they've played again on they played in the week played at the weekend and then they're playing again next week but so what might happen now away from what happened that fast last night is FIFA are trying to put a ban a five, uh, a five day ban on the players so it could be an absolute farce an absolute farce you might end up with four Liverpool players I think a, a Leeds player some others um, the only club you'll not be surprised to learn that didn't have anybody going to South America was Burnley. Yeah. Surprise, isn't it? Not really. No South Americans. <laughs> and the this week, they've got the oldest squad, which again, doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Need no, experience. Yeah. You did see it then, Stubbs? Did you see it last night? No. The first time I heard of it was when Tibbsy was talking about it earlier. It was on Premier Sports, so it wasn't exactly on the... Uh, it wasn't exactly on ITV or anything, but still, it was. I was what I watched it for thirty minutes, just watching Brazilians kick the ball up and yeah, down. But 
And then after it all kicked off, the Brazilians had a training session in, in one half of the pitch. Did you see the goalie? Yeah. What, what Absolutely time rocketed yeah. one in from that. Beat three, Stubbsy, beat three people, put it in the top bin. What time was the this? Goalie. Oh, it was about half 11. It wasn't ridiculously yeah. late. It was... The thing is, when when the officials... Oh, were... can we just have a quick... You've got a door handle. Yes, I have got a door handle. Yes. Yeah, we're not coming to you tonight from Active Arena because um, Danny's doing some refurbishment work. So we are coming to from the office. Um, but yeah, I've got a handle, mate. Two different colours as well. One silver, one gold. For people that don't know, Stocks has been opening his little wank palace door with a spanner for the last six weeks. <laughs> Worked a treat, didn't it? You got in, didn't you? Wicks haven't got any. B&Q haven't got any. <laughs> Amazon, mate. Found some in my garage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. thought Christmas had come early. Oh. Stick a hand in it. Oh, no, moths coming. I don't like moths. Great, oh, great podcast in here. Tim's, Tim's <laughs> must have opened his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've even brought it, mate. I have even brought it. Um, anyway, that's some air letting. And then on to the uh, next bit of hilarity, which, uh, Dan, I'm just going to make sure you're okay before we start talking about it. I know exactly what you're going to say. This is Fuck the demise, man. ladies and gentlemen, of Question of Sport. Oh, early thoughts, Dan, for, for me and Carl give our <laughs> I, <laughs> outrageous. <laughs> Come on, Dan, talk us through it, mate. Come on. You sat down with your, your cup of tea and your for biscuit. A start, they are just, I mean. Uh, he was literally the I, only person I feel watching. Oh, fucking wasn't. You searched the. I've seen, I have seen some outrage online. But, yeah. but, it went mental but, on Twitter. But for the, you know, for them that don't know, I think you need to explain what happened in detail. So, <laughs> Being so passionate. For a start, the. I, I, I'm not going to get in trouble. You're not going to cut this out. But they're ticking boxes so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, it's... How is Paddy McGuinness ticking a box? It was him, wasn't it? It was saying it. I flicked on for five minutes. Yeah. Uh, who the fuck is Ugo Monier? Let the questions hear the sport. Who the fuck? Oh, that Sam Quek does my tits in as well. She's oh, she's in everywhere. Though. No, she's not. Oh, she's lovely. She's a scouser. Anyway. Talk to me, Quek. <laughs> I'll learn hockey for you. She's a massive uh, NFL fan. She's a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. We honestly, no, we'd, she's a twat like man. carrots and peas. We just got together, mate. Honestly, honestly, it was it was hideous, and I knew it was going to be hideous. They hideous. Should, they I, should I, never ever. I turned it on, oh, and they were like trying to coach they're just, somebody they're do trying, some sport, and I was like, they're, what to, they're, they're basically trying to do. They're just trying to copy what League of Their Own done, and check. it's just outrageous. It's fucking shite. The goat, and, and Paddy, yeah. yeah, the goat. Yeah, it yeah, was goat. previously the yeah. goat. Goat's been slaughtered, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that, neck that goat been... is now curry fam. <laughs> <laughs> it's neck. Has it's been that been Fantini, blood. <laughs> Kill that goat. Kill it, mate. Well, it's a fucking shambles. Uh, should never got rid of Sue. Bring him back. <laughs> Bring him back, Phil. <laughs> Tuffers, Doss, Sue, you've been done a fucking disservice. But we know my feelings on it because we covered it on a previous spot that I thought <laughs> I, it was. I knew, I, right, I knew as I was composing right. that tweet, yeah. I knew I'm going to just fucking That's all I saw. Yeah. That's all I saw. But, but oh my where I will jump to your defence is the reason I hated it was for all the reasons. It, I thought it was boring. I thought it was. But that was the reason you loved it. Yeah, it? it was good. Just what was it? Saturday, Sunday night, whatever it was. Sunday night, easy TV, oh, few sport rounds, whatever you need. And that wasn't supposed to be sexy, was it? No. And then they're trying. Well, they're, to, they're just yeah. trying to jazz it up, and it's not there to be jazzed up. It is literally, you know, don't if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, it's fucking bollocks, mate. At the, end the, of the, day. the internet genuinely 
It was brilliant because um, I, I saw your tweet and went, oh, Christian Sport. Okay, I'll flick it on. And even I was like, they're going, this is terrible. Like, who oh, come up with this? This Honestly, is rubbish. Mate, it was like, wouldn't well, have happened it, to Big Break. It was it? like, never. They retired that when they needed to, went out on a blaze of glory. It was like, you wait, you wait scratch, to scratch your eyes out type stuff. It was Honestly. awful. McGuinness trying to fucking be funny. Fuck off, mate. You've. Uh, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm ticking. I'm fucking ticking. Love it. But, as, say, some, but as someone who hated Question Sport originally, Adam, is it worse than it was yeah. for you? Yeah. So it's basically, it's like... Does it make the original version almost no. palatable then? No. So what, what I'll describe oh, it as was shit, Last man. of the Summer Wine was a terrible comedy, but it had its place. People loved it. Genteel and the lovely the old men. We're not going, talking about that. No, but that's what it is. And then suddenly, basically, they've, they've put tried to put Tarantino in charge of Last of the Summer Wine and tried to put some swear words and spruce it up and put a, oh, a sexy slave in front of it. It ain't going to work. It was shit before. It's shit now. Sorry, Dan. Oh, sorry, I want, Go to, watch I want gold. to see Tarantino direct Last of the Summer Wine now. Just imagine Tarantino with a fucking with Compo's tea cosy ass on. Killed Compo. Oh, I'll see that now. I'm laughing. I don't have a clue what you're on about. You just no, lost, mate. He's a bit lost to that. He's not the same age as us. <laughs> well, I know you've never watched Last of Summer One. That's I'm, just no, never. I'm not even thirty yet, bro. Oh bloody hell! I'm miles past you. Looking in the rearview mirror. So have you never? Have you ever seen Last of Summer One? I'm sure I've probably seen yeah, an episode. Yeah, it's the question of sports in Tarantino. Comedy. Oh. He's a very very Jesus. And I'm fucking wept. I'm leaving that one. <laughs> I'm leaving it. I'm just, just, I'm leaving that. I, I, there's no help for some people, uh, is there? Who is he? I'm, I'm le- just googling. You'll have seen one of his. Well, you don't watch films. I'll say you've seen one of his films. You definitely haven't. Because you don't watch films. No. Pulp Fiction. What's that? Oh my god! I had a similar conversation with somebody, somebody about three months ago. It went exactly the same way. I just walked away. Was it? Have you heard of <laughs> Chef Wednesday? Was that what it was? And they went, "Who? Was it that?" No, I'm not going. No, watch. not that. No, not that. Tarantino. <laughs> Oh my god! Wow. How do you spell it? How do you... <laughs> no, I've just thought of. What's um, a restaurant? I've just thought of. He's just thought of Chris, Chris Tarrant. Tarrant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you mean the bloke that was on who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> so what do they do now then? Do you think about question what? Because it, it well, got good ratings. They or initially and then bin surely they'll bin it after a series oh, or bad. they'll go back. Like it would be, a, it would be fantastic if they did a complete U turn on it, but. What I don't understand from the decision making of it, I say again, I'm not a fan of it, but I understood it. What what I didn't get was you always had two captains that were clearly very famous, going all the way back yeah. to whoever. They've literally and changed what the, the format's but, but, gone. But they've changed all the rounds, like everything. It was just fucking everything. Is home or away still on? No. What? Never. Well, they got rid of home and away. Yeah. Oh my! I mean, I don't like the show, but gee, that that's that's a staple. That's like jam on your bread. That's, rid- that's ridiculous. It was awful. Oh, mate. I might watch next week for hilarity purposes. I'm going to have to watch it. I'm going to have to watch this shit show. I'm not, mm. but I'm not watching it. I refuse. I'm good for you, Dan. I am. So you not. You, so you don't even get the cheesy little videos guessing the sports person, oh, either. Oh, I loved that. Well, I'll be honest. When they started doing that fucking trampolining thing and trying to... That was when it got like League of Their Own. I fucking went and walked the dog. There was two League of Their Own. There was one on Sky One, then there was like an ITV version that didn't get... That had... Um, What's her name from this morning on it? Ollie Just Willoughby. Yeah. yeah, Lampard were on it as a captain as well, Come weren't on, he? Mr. Personality. Yeah. Mm. Your mate. Bradley Walsh. Yeah, chuck him in just for the ITV budget, yeah. Mm. We've got Bradley Walsh. Justify so his spare contract. Bradley Walsh. <laughs> yeah, just He's, he's retiring, he? Yeah, he's, yeah. Now the there's chase. a show. 
by the way. Now, that's a show. That's a proper show. I don't really watch a lot of tea time telly, but the missus loves it. And whenever it's on, oh, that's decent. See the geezer that won 75 grand on his own? I, did, I saw it on Landmark yeah, like or some shit. Yeah, 20 years old. Yeah. Absolute fucking rocket. Good lad. Bloody hell, fair. But would you, mean, who would you, would you back yourself for the chance? to do 75? No, grand? just to get to the final bit. Yeah, 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 I would. Yeah, yeah I would, yeah. yeah. Fuck off. Would you bollocks? <laughs> why you just not? click a button, wouldn't you? Why, why, why not? Mate, no. Ask me any any question, I'll get it right. Any question in the world. Who is Quentin Tarantino? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An American film director, because I've just Googled it. Mate. Which of these yeah. four films? Next, a Tarantino <laughs> film. <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. What would, you, what, would you, what would your mastermind thing be? Uh, Especially subjects would probably be Beer Barrel Bra- uh, bands, what? Beer barrel brand bands. I'm lost. You know the, band you know the bands on the ba- on the kegs and the um, kegs oh, and that's a that's quite that's niche, isn't it? That is very niche. Try me. I even I even <laughs> think they, I even think they'd scupper you on that somehow because they'd like say when was it first introduced and stuff. No, because there's, co- there's copyrights on all the banding. Do you not know this? Yeah, no, but they still know when it first was done. Like when yeah, they first, but... and you wouldn't know it. So there's one gone. Why not? I would what? clearly research before I went on, but I've got a strong... No, you would go to do research, I've got but strong, nah, wing it. I've got a strong basic knowledge of banding on beer barrels. Fuck me, this is bored me to tears. I'm in the industry. What's yours, Tibbsy? What's your mastermind? I'm, I, you mentioned whether you'd get to the final. I think I'd get through the first bit. I'd do both chase. Yeah. I, I think I could manage the general knowledge stuff. I'd, Quick when fire. I watch it, I'd generally do all right. No cameras on you, though? None of this but, hot lights. Yeah. <laughs> I can answer anything no, now. I thought you were trying to replicate it anyway. <laughs> but then I'd bottle it in the final. So what's what's your mastermind though? What's your, what, oh, well, I know we're mixing up TV shows, but what would your specialist subject be? It'd have to be football related. I don't, I know, and even then, you know, because I've done various stuff at various places. My you must have a corner of knowledge. little curdle. Uh, like Lincoln's I, promotion season. I, I, Who would know more, if you were a fan, do you think? I mean, you wrote like every match report. I'd still go for a fan. I'd still say a fan would know more than me. As yeah, much as yeah him, take an interest. You know. DT, what's your mastermind? Mine would be Lincoln related. We've got like a specific year that you uh, think you can nail it? Probably, well, I'd actually just say the probably the Keith Alexander era. Yeah. yeah. I'd back him. I'd definitely back him. You on beer bands, I have to back you. It's ridiculous. Even stuff like fucking hell. Go on, stop saying. <laughs> even stuff. Yeah, like, no, great, Green King. Yeah, lads, 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 lads. So you're good at it. Yeah, I, well, I remember, like, like most. Bizarre. I was always shit at school with like exams. Full stop. Yeah, like with exams and revision for exams, I was always very practical. But like, I could always remember like the away attendance at Lincoln away games. Like it's it was, amazing we can remember. Yeah, it. mental. I was always. I remember being boots. part of the 127 away at Cheltenham on a Friday night. It's not the largest number to remember, is it? Well, no, but even so, I could tell you. Wasn't four thousand six hundred for Cheltenham. No, no, like and Mayo scored. Mine was always football boots. I always knew who had what boots. I played yeah, at the time. I, I, I was quite good. At that. You'd be uh, gloves, wouldn't you? You'd be decent at gloves. Nah, like what was Schmeichel for? I would say teammates' penises. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Imagine them on the screen. Specialised subjects. Can you identify this penis? Yeah, actually, that's uh, the right back that I had at Ruston. Can you it's imagine? Got naked distraction. Next Todger. What's the bloke's name on Smithy. Mastermind? Next Todger. That's cookies. Next Todger. What's Dave's? That? Next Todger. What's <laughs> oh, a curly one? That's. <laughs> Oh, what a TV show for Sky One. Name that Todger. 
Amazing, isn't it? Celebrity before, torches. Before nine o'clock, they'd have to fucking blur them all out. Yeah. It'd be on Dave, <laughs> mate. It's it'd be on Dave. Dave. It would be on Dave's our todger. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like a naked attraction, but a quiz show. Of top male todgers. Yeah. Bloody hell. Um, NFL season starts next week, boys. Did my uh, draft last night. Yeah, same. Did you, uh, did you uh, do all right in your draft? That must be where that moth came from. You almost yeah. your door, didn't you? I got an A minus in my draft. I, think was, I was pretty pleased with it. Yeah, in I the end. To, yeah, I got a B plus. Yeah, it's been tough this year. I went heavy on the running backs, if you care. Yeah, I, no, heavy I, on running backs. I just went wide ends. I am ashamed to say I took a QB very early, about fourth round, which for any fantasy list, boys You're listening, literally shambles. in Japanese. Yeah, it should be spad, really. You think yeah. there's loads of good QBs, no, you, you don't need to take them early. Yeah, you, no, Skill you position, mate, innit? Like, when you've got C minus, that's when you're supposed to go on the key. It's the equivalent of, in, if you did a football one, there's loads of goalies, isn't there? You don't need to go early on a goalie. You go early on midfielders to get them points rattled up. The same, you go wide receivers and running backs. You did, I went really early. Really, it was embarrassing, really. But And by the what, end what of it, he had nothing for a loose end. I was getting absolutely... Oh, Dudley listens no, that's to this podcast. Curry earlier. <laughs> I had two last week. I don't want to put seven pounds on. Dudley listens to this show. Hello, Dudley. He was in the draft and he absolutely battered me for the amount of QBs I took. What do you mean he was in the draft? He does our NFL drafters, Martin Dudley. You listening, Duds? You lost me when you said NFL's back next week. <laughs> Thursday night. <laughs> Thursday, well, Friday morning. Are you not looking forward to the Jaguars? Is that what you are, aren't you? I'm not going to the if park. we'd pulled our I'm finger out and had a YouTube channel, which we haven't got anywhere near to doing yet, we will eventually. We could do a live watch line just to see how confusing the We literally got. can't do that. You know how much you have to edit out. Well, granted, but it'd be fun, I suppose. Basically, any, anything with live involved, you just put a line through it. It's just like, no, no, we can't do that. Yeah, to be fair, they're, they're, they're completely accurate. We could do a cricket one, I suppose, but it's a long five days, isn't it, on YouTube? <laughs> what riveting viewing that would be. Now lunch, we'll just leave the camera playing as we're going to have tea. <laughs> you have been listening to another episode I've gone off on a tangent. Hope you enjoyed it. I've been Adam Stocks. He's been Carl Stubbs. Good night. He's been Dan Taylor. I need some fresh air. I would say for one night only, but I think he'll be back. Yeah. Terry Tibbs. Talk to me, Terry. Thank you very much. You enjoyed your debut? It's been a pleasure. It's a bit warm. I enjoyed enjoyed the moth swatting as well. (laughs) A massive bulb and 27 degrees. What was going to go wrong, eh, boys? We'll give you a cap. Right. We'll see you next week. See you later.